0: North EdTech podcast. Uh, we want to welcome David Wynn to the podcast. Uh, David, at the University of Minnesota, how are you doing this afternoon?
1: I am well. How are you?
0: I'm doing great. Um, you you are a senior fellow at the U, uh, and you, yes. you have many hats, I think, that, uh, that you have. Could you tell us,
1: what do you do? Mm-hmm. So uh, I am a senior fellow at the Technological Leadership Institute here at the U. And uh, what the Institute does, it it levels up science and in, scientists and engineers uh, with uh, leading leading in business. So one of the concepts is at its founding, it was thought that it was easier to teach business concepts to engineers and scientists than to teach uh, engineering to uh, managers. and. Of course we would think this because we are the College of Science and Engineering. Um, but this this is what we do. A part most of the institute is to level up uh professionals. Yeah. And my part of this is I focus on, on innovation and entrepreneurship. Well, if that doesn't
0: fit uh edtech, uh, I don't know what does because <laughs> uh there's a lot of entrepreneurs out there and I was going to uh you know I I, just for fun, not fun, whatever, I Googled, mm-hmm. I Googled what is an entrepreneur, and oh, yeah. you, can yeah. tell, you can tell me if you agree or disagree with this, but so a person mm-hmm. who organizes and operates a business or businesses taking on greater than normal financial risks in order to do so. Many entrepreneurs see potential in this market.
1: Yeah, so I, I've seen that definition before. And I think that definition focuses too much on the financial risk. And uh, from my perspective, it ought to focus more on the innovation, innovative side of the entrepreneur, right? It's, it's a person who has insights and sees the system better than most. And yes, there is a financial risk, but you know, taking a big financial risk is... You know it's it's, it's, a, it's it's not hard I think the harder thing is to, to gain insights and to see things into this space wherever it is so then you can make that risk not that risky
0: uh, so uh, are there certain steps to make it not that risky or uh, that stand out
1: yeah 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 no no I mean this this is like the whole the whole um, you know the whole methods and practices of lean startups Right. The whole point there is you do these things in small increments so you de-risk each step so that you're not taking one giant risk and then betting the whole farm on, you know, right. black or red.
0: Right, yeah, right, right. Yeah. Can, uh, can I ask you, I don't know if you can, but some of the what, what are you working on now or who are you working with? Are do you have any, anybody that uh, you know stands out or a company that, um, that you're dealing with?
1: Oh yeah no we're um, so for the most part we're focused on the opportunities for faculty staff students within the u right and so we're, we're setting it, we're setting up programs and classes and you know, uh, courses so that uh, one of the things that, that that we often push is most grad students don't end up in academia right so they might get their their PhDs but well, the most, the majority of them, they don't become professors, and so what we want to do is to infuse them, to cultivate them, to hone their entrepreneurship skills, so that they, when they go to industry or start their own uh, their own businesses, they can't.
0: When when you say home, kind of hone the thing, are are there if, if there's you know obviously entrepreneur, entrepreneur listening to this, are there? Mm-hmm. Is there is there a kind of a guide or certain steps you take from the you know from the beginning uh, to to the end in in, in teaching students and uh, and how it works?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, so I, I I think most most well <laughs> maybe it's just me projecting what I want to believe in the world, but I think the there are. Um, a large population of, of the entrepreneurs who understand that entrepreneurship is a skill, right? And skills can be taught and trained. Um, and what's happening here at the U is we focus that, we organize it so that once, you're, once you go through this process, we walk you through it. But you, don't, you know, it's, it's, it's not it's not a secret sauce that we have, right? Um, if you're an entrepreneurial entrepreneur, you can google these these skills this this is a a, a known practice and um, a, a practice that lots of people have lots of communities have and we're just doing it in a more formalized way for um for university students and it's you know and the main belief is it's a skill and that skill can be can be practiced and that skill can be trained uh
0: with these skills uh where does where do you think AI fits in uh, with oh. this?
1: Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's, I, I think this this is a this is a super neat subtopic that you know that's happening now. Right. And my take on my take on this um, is more optimistic than most. I, I think um, my take on this is that AI the AI part the uh, generative AI that, that we've seen today, or even GPT, right. Right, and
0: then it there's uh, there's you, Bard too. I think Have you've you seen Bard on yeah, Google, yep, yep.
1: All right? Yep, yep. That's Google. So that's Google side. Yeah, like and these tools, what it does, is it gives you more insight into the space. Right, you ask it, and it will provide what it thinks is is the um, general definition of the space. And it's I think it's really good for someone going through the process, going uh, someone who is learning the process, to see. These, these things laid out um, and as you become more expert at it you will see that sometimes these, these systems uh, will give out information that's uh, not entirely true right?
0: it's, pre- yeah, it's pretty it's difficult
1: good, yeah it's a very good first step and, and I think it's, it's a useful tool for a novice to ask it for, for uh, lay out this space for me what do I need to know and it, it's a good first step to, to go through that process.
0: Yeah. And I mean, we're, we're entrepreneurs, AI, um, you know, people are are, are, are starting uh, starting things up. Uh, do you have students that are involved in that at all?
1: Um, not. Uh, I encourage my students to use it. Um, I don't have any, any sort of... Uh, Startup concepts right now that are currently using it. Okay, oh,
0: just curious. Um, not to not to switch around all over the place, but,
1: uh, <laughs> but <let's. laughs> D-
0: David Wynn, uh, who is our who is our special guest here on the Ed North Ed Tech podcast. You have over forty patents, uh, which yeah, is, yeah, man, that's quite impressive. Uh, over over what kind of span?
1: Um, I don't know. This was this was early on in my in my tech career. Um, but so here's the interesting thing: when you're in that space, right? It's it's kind of like once you understand how the sausage is made, um, a forty patents isn't actually that impressive. It's it's a pro- again it's a process, right? And when you learn that process and you're skilled at the process, then you can do a lot of these things. Uh, and so when I was working uh, for various corporations, like the heart of my evaluation was based on how many patents I can produce.
0: Are so, they? you are know, they pa- know that, that phrase, pardon me, go, oh, ahead. go ahead.
1: Oh, no, I, I was going to say, you know, that phrase that, that what gets measured gets done.
0: Right. Right.
1: Yeah. Right. So I was measured on number of patents I can produce and you know, it's a skill and you, you can, you can produce a lot.
0: Do you, so you were working for a business or businesses or whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you come up with these patents, do you own them or, uh, or did you, you know, act, do these companies own them?
1: No, it's most, most, uh, I think the general practice is, is that the companies own the patents.
0: Okay. Yeah. So, uh, but once you get through, yeah, I, I actually have a patent, nothing impressive by any means. Uh, but yes, that first step now, if I had something else new, I, you know, from what I've learned, uh, I think would, continue to be easier and easier as I, yeah, as yeah, I keep yeah. getting rejection notices from the USPTO uh, but uh, what uh, uh, what's the most important thing that you want to teach that, that I mean these students are what are they gonna, the, the knowledge that they're going to walk away with what's the, like the most mm-hmm. important do you feel
1: uh, that's that's a really good question. Um, I think it depends on the day, but I think in in the general sense right now, I feel like the most insightful thing I can provide uh, is an understanding of how innovation works, and um, and I can relate that to how culture works. I can relate that to how people work, right? Um, and once uh, I, I, I can explain to you like. How innovation works,: yeah, uh, in a very uh, easy to follow path, and like once you have that lens, I suspect you'll see this all over, right and so the, the general uh, the general lesson here is think of innovation as solutions to problems that a group of people have in a particular context. so there are four things to, to focus on here: solutions. To problems that a group of people have in a particular context, right? So one solutions, two problems, three uh, people, four contexts, and that's 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 all. That's all uh, like at the high level. Like you can see, this is how innovation works, right? So um, the first step is trying to figure out what problem you're trying to solve, right? And uh, in engineering, we often are taught how to problem solve. Um, But I think what's more interesting or what's equally interesting is not only problem solving, but problem finding, right? Finding the right problem. And once you understand that problem in a particular context, then, you you know, and who has that problem, then you can find a solution to it.
0: So not to go back to AI, but with that, play do uh, mm-hmm. you see, see this playing a, a role uh, in in this big time I would think
1: yeah, yeah yeah because you know so what what AI does is it changes the context of things, right mm-hmm. so um, given AI, problems shift, problems sometimes become entirely new problems or just disappear altogether. So a, a, a super interesting example, and this is happening at, you know, at universities and high schools and you know, any sort of educational setting, is what ChatGPT can do now is well, it will produce a relatively good essay on just about anything, right? And so there, there was a point when that wasn't possible. So when that wasn't possible, the solution was come up with an essay. Right, mm-hmm. and, but now it's totally easy to come up with an essay. Then the problem now is not the same problem, and the solution is not the same solution. Does that make sense?
0: It 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 does. Yeah. Uh, would I, I'm, I have no idea? Does uh, where the, where this is going? But uh, would AI spit out term papers or whatever assignments uh, done, yep. done by this, quote unquote, students uh, that are the same.
1: Yeah, it, 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 will, it, it, will, it will feel very similar, right? Because ChatGPT is uh, trying to pattern match a particular pattern, right? And, and that particular pattern is, you know, here's the introductory paragraph, here are three supporting paragraphs, and then a conclusion paragraph. Right. Because that's, that's how it's taught like these, this is the, the general structure of how these things work. Um, right. and so when you read enough of these, of these AI generated, um, essays, papers, you'll see that it follows a very similar pattern. Right. But, um, the thing that I, I want to emphasize is if, creating essays is no longer a solution to the problem that you're trying to, you know, Like, If the problem is trying to figure out if a student has understood something or not, right? and, and the solution to that was right, write me an essay, then I, then I can ascertain if you understood it or not. But if writing the essay is now effectively trivial,
0: yeah, the we, problem ships. We're, Yeah, where like, where, where is the, where are we headed? Uh, what's, yeah. what's, what's next? Uh, because yeah. I, I was talking to someone earlier today and uh, we we're talking about blackberries and, you know, mm-hmm. I said, gosh, <laughs> I remember being somewhere and s- someone said, Let's check out this blackberry. Oh, this is awesome. It gives me the temperature. Oh, how cool is yeah, that? Yeah. You know? uh and yeah, yeah. and now it's just it it, is what it it is what it is you know uh and it is not well and and it's not well that's, uh, that's <laughs> that, that that leads me into uh you like to give back to the community or I should say give back to um potential op- entrepreneurs uh and mm-hmm. and and uh, mm-hmm. uh, just for just just because i want to give a tribute to my father really quick uh in nineteen wow. nineteen eighty four he was president of the minnesota entrepreneurs club so uh, there you wow. go there, wow. you, there you go dad uh, you have you you intentionally have fridays open is that is that correct? Yeah, yeah. and uh That's... and people can reach out to you right
1: yeah yeah, yeah. No, that, that's a practice that I stole from an EdTech uh, member Oh ah. an Ed North member. Yeah,
0: you can mention the name if you want or not.
1: I, I, I can't because it all of a sudden it disappeared. No, yeah, I know. That's <laughs> and I, I, I and I, I apologize. I know he knows who he is, you are. Know, I apologize. How many? I do a quick search. <laughs> how,
0: how, how many people take you up on this amazing, which I feel is an amazing opportunity.
1: Um, I I get I get a few hits um, every uh, every other week or so. Okay, um, it's 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 lovely, right? And, and I'm happy to be a sounding board for, for business ideas, business concepts that, that you know, startup concepts that you have. And you know, I'll I'll play the devil's advocate and I'll ask the hard questions to help you refine your idea to to scope down. Like, what is the actual problem that you're working on, and what's the actual solution?
0: right, it's um it's nice of you to do that. I mean, d- it's worth thou-
1: oh, it's... thousands of dollars <laughs> like of free go advice. <laughs>
0: you know well, yeah, but, but it's worth thing it's thousands of dollars of free advice, or you know my gosh, uh, in doing that, uh, have you run into anything that you find interesting when uh, you met some of these entrepreneurs?
1: Oh, I I always find uh, interesting things with when people reach out to me. <laughs> um, you know, I I don't I don't do it to uh, use it as a um, uh, what is that called a honeypot? Yeah, you know, like a, a, as a thing to to figure out which ideas are interesting and which ideas are are uh, 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 potential money makers, right? Like. Like I, I I have no interest in that, and, and I don't want that to to be a part of the factor that my brain thinks about, you know, who to talk to, who who to not talk to. So um, I think I, I I post this on LinkedIn. I post this this link uh, often in, in many places, and if you you click on the link, it'll open up my Friday calendar for you, and you just, you know grab a spot. Yeah, and I'm I'm happy to I'm happy to to chat and. Um, share, share my thoughts and be a bouncing board. Uh,
0: that's an amazing opportunity for, uh, <laughs> for, for a lot of people. Uh, do you, do you, do you, do you love your job? I mean, you have so many different things that you, that, that, that you do. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you love your job? Do you take one day? Like I know people at the U of M that have an office here and then they have another office at, in this building or whatever, is there, mm. uh, do, you, do you like what, I mean, do you like, you must, I'm not probably answering the question, but you must, <laughs> you, you must like what you do. Uh, I, I, and so I, I do. And I only,
1: I only have the one office. I only have this one.
0: <laughs> oh, you do. Well, it's a nice office uh, that I'm looking at. Well, thank You're, you. The listeners are not listening. You, you, you can't see it, but man, it's got a door and everything.
1: It's yeah. Yeah. Really yeah. So a little cool. jacket hanging on the door. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> it's it's
0: it's really cool. It's really really cool. Um, would you have uh, just so, so let's just say I have an idea. Okay, I have an idea. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. So I have an idea, and um, the idea uh, you have to you. you it's not. It's not about necessarily the money, but it is uh, because mm-hmm. uh, you want your idea. Yeah. Is, your idea, hopefully, the idea of this idea is to uh, generate income off of off mm-hmm. of this, off of this idea. Uh, mm-hmm. I know there's so many different people, ideas, and this and that. But how how long does it take for a a business or someone with an idea. I don't it just, I guess it was just very, but uh, where people would really understand that it's going to be a lo- longer road than I thought.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do, do you know the phrase um, ideas are cheap? Execution is hard. Yes. Yeah. 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 Right. And so this, I, I think, um, uh, New novice entrepreneurs um, overly value their ideas, and um, my my encouragement to them is: shop that idea around. Right, learn from others, learn from feedback of that idea, because that that idea if you keep to yourself it's it's, it's basically worthless, right? Yeah. <laughs> but it's the execution that's difficult. Right. And so how, how long does it take to to reach um, you know non negative numbers depends on the execution, right? And, and if you can learn to do that fast, then it comes faster. And and if you shop your ideas and hone that idea with others, you can you can get to the execution part much faster than just holding it in your head and trying to, you know, fix fixate that in your head.
0: Yeah, one thing that I, I learned uh, because everyone wants to protect their supposed whatever their proprietary information yeah. uh, and NDAs yeah. and 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 all that stuff uh, is yeah. it, I found I found share your idea with as many people as they're not, they're not going to do it. Uh, share it with as many people yeah. as you can, and get feedback from these good, you know, these yep. good people. Uh, but I still, Absolutely. but I do know again, like several people who I can't tell you. I got a, I got a great idea. I can't tell you yeah. about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I'm telling you, it's a winner. Uh, but yeah.
1: but you, yeah.
0: you never hear. And that's
1: about that's it. often a sign. Yeah, that's often a sign of a of a new entrepreneur, right? Um, and uh, so here's 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 something. Once you get to a point where you're asking for investors to, uh, you know, to fund aspects of your, your concept, your idea, no one will sign an NDA, right? If you ask them to sign an NDA, that's a red flag that says <clears throat> this person might not know what they're doing. Okay. right? So most investors don't have the time. It's, it's, it's a giant quad buyer, it's a giant mess for them to sign NDAs. So they won't.
0: Yeah, it's a lot easier just to say no.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. So if you understand that, right, then you know, keeping it under NDAs, keeping it to yourself, like, yeah, you can do it. But if, if you ever need additional funding, if you need additional lifts, if you need additional help, um, most investors won't uh, most all investors, I would say, won't sign an NDA.
0: Yeah, uh, there's there's a lot of investment in the Upper Midwest and and in the Twin Cities. Uh, would would you would you uh, recommend? I, and again, it depends on what you're doing. But uh, would you recommend? You know, in my mind, okay, I'm a novice. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. And in my mm-hmm. mind, if I if I have a product and I get financial backing, all I'm going to be doing is writing reports to let uh, the the person who is funding this know what's going on. Mm-hmm. And uh, no one likes to lose control of their baby, I guess. I don't know. Um, yeah, yeah. But but do you see that?
1: No. So I, what what I what I see is there are a lot of people within our community who um, you know play mentors, so I, I, I play mentor in the space of let's figure out how to innovate, let's figure out your your concept right in, in that in that space. There are people who will play mentor in the space of here's how we fund things, you know that, so they, they, they play mentor mentor in as investors and as funders. Right, and our community is really nice. Like, there's, we have everyone in, in you know, whatever stage that you're at, and what whatever things you're looking. If you poke around, you ask around, we all have pointers to. Oh, you want you might want to talk to, you know, to Kevin, to Michelle, to like, you know, all these various people, and then you can once you get connected, the the community will help you find where are our funds. Right? Who are the right people to talk to? It's like you know, even even within Ed North, right? Mm-hmm. The Ed North community is is super cool. Like, Absolutely. It's very we're very, very approachable, right? If you ha- if you have an idea you want to shop around, like I, I I will help and listen, right? Um, and others will help try to point you to this particular set of people will help you find funding for this if you frame it in this way, you know. So um, the the nice thing here. I guess the nice thing to think through here is there the community is, is big enough now that if you need mentorship, if you need to to uh ask for help, I guess even even a code to you, Dave, like hey Dave, I've I've got this and you can say, Oh, um, I have i, I we've done a podcast with this person, right? Let's let's go to you know point them in that direction and and they'll find all the, the resources they need yeah
0: sure yeah i actually have, uh, i get a lot of people uh reaching out to me regarding podcasting i've I've been podcasting since two thousand and seven uh nonstop so uh not that I had a lot to say but uh his, <laughs> his, his podcasting is is really' is super hot right now uh when at a time i saw it i thought it was it was gonna go away but then again when Google mm-hmm. bought YouTube, I thought how much do they pay i said that's great. Yeah, cra- that's great. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. cra- that's crazy. I was, I was crazy wrong. And if someone wants to reach out to you, 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 you mentioned, you know, the Friday morning mm-hmm. thing, if, if someone wa- wants to reach mm-hmm. out to you, are there other ways or what would, what would be the best yeah, no, way?
1: That, the simplest way is to just email me. My email address is D H N at U M N dot E D U so david is my is, is my initial D-H-N, david h win
0: david h win so uh, it yes. is pronounced win your last name um,
1: <laughs> or what
0: are, well, or or, uh, or do you have two hats that you're holding you, on you, to
1: oh yeah you want to so the, there's there's the short version and there's the the longer version give me the longer um, version the short I, I'm, ver- I'm intrigued Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, so I'll I'll share the short version. The short version is I I flip flop between uh, naming or uh, pronouncing my last name either Win or New But the long version is Vietnamese is a monosyllabic language. All words are one syllable. It's tonal, but it's all one syllable. Uh, So, Win, kinda is right because it's one syllable, right? Nguyen is kind of right, but it's two syllables, and two-syllable words don't exist in a language. But the actual pronunciation is win, which has this inflection thing at the end.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so it kind of sounds like two syllables, but most English speakers can't produce that sound. So in the long version, <laughs> they're both equally wrong
0: it's 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 easier for everyone involved huh it's just it's yeah. just easier <laughs> yeah. and I, I, yeah. you you, may, you know when you said the long you know or two syllables whatever I, it makes me think i love i love domain names i i have too mm. many i own too many ah, yeah uh and <laughs> usually the advice is shorter is better uh correct me if i'm wrong uh, but uh short shorter is better is it not
1: well i don't know I, I i also like the the sort of like the melodic david Nguyen, right it's it's kind of like it has this i, I, I don't i don't have, i'm not a music major so i don't i don't have the vocabulary for this but it sounds melodic
0: yeah yeah
1: and right. Well wow. but, but i think like david Nguyen has a very impactful punch so i flip i flip back and forth right.
0: gotcha gotcha david david Wynn. From the university, a senior fellow at the University of Minnesota. Uh, is Art Rolnick still there, by the way?
1: is I'm sorry, who?
0: Art Rolnick? Maybe you don't know him.
1: No big deal. Um, I, edit, I, I don't, I don't think edit, I'm familiar I'll, with Art.
0: I'll edit that part out. Um, <laughs> but, but uh, David, thank you so much for joining us. And thank you so much for uh putting it out there and and allowing people to contact you and sit down with you and I think that's, I think it's amazing that you set this time aside Uh, again, probably worth thousands of dollars in, you know, in advice and insight that, uh, that you have. So thank you so much. And uh, you are a fellow Ed North member, uh, and I, I want to thank you for that as well. so David Wynn from the University of Minnesota, thank you for joining us on the Ed North Edtech podcast.